Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of Scatter Chat. I'm your boy Jess Ray. And this is Will93. And we'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for coming in, checking out us our show. Please don't forget to leave your comments, your questions, your concerns at the bottom of the page. We definitely want to interact with you. And especially on this show. Um Jess Ray, we have a wonderful guest. Yes, yes, we do. We have Miss Ellen Nicholas Rathbone. I said that correct, right, Ellen? You certainly did. Beautiful. Yes, uh, and Ellen is a, a – okay, make sure I get this right, Ellen. Correct me if I'm wrong. You are an erotic specialist and sex therapist? No. I am, no. And I am an expert, intimacy, sensuality, consultant, which is a little different than a sex therapist because my goal is always to talk to people who have questions uh, before they have problems. A sex therapist is you already have a problem, and then you go to the therapist and they help you to fix the problem. With me, they come to me before they have a problem. And they, they feel like, you know, just because they don't know or because they really don't have anyone that they can talk to about these kind of things. I mean, these are not questions that you bring up to your mother or your best friend or anybody. I mean, you know, and, and you're not sick if you have a question. So you don't really right. need a right. doctor if you have a question. Um, it's just it's, it's a question of intimacy and being able to to voice your your concern or your inhibition or whatever it is and then mm-hmm. the sensuality consultant is the person because of her extensive reading uh, experience and um, also good listening skills and empathetic I'm very empathic mm. person and so when someone is talking to me I am not only hearing their voice, I'm hearing their heart at the same time. And that's very, very important to me. So it's a little different than sex therapist because I'm not a doctor. I am definitely a consultant. And um, I always give my very best advice uh, and always from a place of self-love. People have to love themselves. 
And if they can learn to love themselves, then there is no problem that is insurmountable. Ah, Are you there? Okay, okay. okay. I, I'm here. Yeah. I'm, about to, um, I'm wow. about to turn out my lights. I'm about to bring my good candles out right now. Because yeah. I feel like, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like we're going to go there today. Uh, just right. I think, um, well, well, hold yeah, on. Ellen got me in the mood. Before we dig in, so, so, Ellen, before we start digging into the interview, can you tell the audience what books you've written and what is your top sellers like right now? Because I want people to know that you are an author. You're published. You, this is your thing. You do this. So please oh, yeah. tell people about your books, and then we'll, we'll, get in, we'll dive in after that. Okay. Well, the, the, my number one bestseller um, is called Loving Sex, Every Woman's Guide to Sensual Sexuality. And it took me a long time to write that book. Uh, it morphed several times. And uh-huh. the, the, the purpose of the book is to show people that, and women and men, that even though sex is a basic act, which is controlled by the limbic system, the same system of your brain, the same area of your brain, that controls your appetite, controls your sexual appetite, okay? And mm. so this is a serotonin and variety. dopamine conversation we're going into. Excuse me? The serotonin and dopamine and all that stuff, the brain physiology, okay, right? Well, but I'm not talking about right oh. now, right now. What I'm saying is that it is a necessity. Just like eating is okay. a necessity mm-hmm. and sleeping is a necessity. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have elevated food to some kind of an art form, so much so that there's all kinds of programs on how to make the most beautiful dishes in the world. But when it comes to our sex lives, we have not elevated it to anything. It is still very carnal. It is still very basic. And for the most, it's pretty one-sided. And a lot of the information that people get about sex is uh, through pornography. And, you know, pornography has its place in society, but it is not a learning tool. Absolutely not. Mm. It's very, very one-sided. You don't see all the stuff that goes on beforehand to get both partners ready. And so, you know, it's just, it really does shortchange people. And so they think that maybe they're doing something wrong, but who do you ask? And so that's why I wrote this book, because I wanted to make sure that they understood about the entire body's ability and potential for pleasure, all the erogenous zones, some phenomenal sexual techniques, how important fantasy is. I mean, do you realize that the one basic thing that separates humans from all other animals is our ability to use our imagination? And so sex is one of the most creative acts. And yet, if people do the same thing over and over and over again, then it can become boring, predictable, and not so much fun. And yet, that's why they call it foreplay, because it is fun. It's playtime for adults. Right. Mm-hmm. I love her style, right? I really love <laughs> Ellen's style right now. Thank I just you. want to cuddle up right now. Uh, I know we're about to get into a good show today. Man, this yes. is awesome. Um, well, so let me get into it then. 
Um, I, I think you you set the roadmap for the direction we're going to go in with the show, and I appreciate it. So okay. when I say, pardon my naivete on this, um, what what makes a, a sensual expert? Um, Sensuality what, what, consultant. What, 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 yeah, what, yeah, what is, I don't know, what is the prerequisite for something of this sort? Okay, well, the first and most important thing is that you have to be comfortable with yourself and you have to okay. know that you deserve pleasure and that you have to be willing to experiment and to find out what it is that you enjoy. And then after you have figured that out, then you have to use your good communication skills to inform your lover what it is that you enjoy. Because none of us come with directions. And what turns one person on might turn another person off. Because, you know, we're right. all a compilation of all of our experiences. So it's not just, you know... Um, a simple one-size-fits-all, it's definitely not one-size-fits-all. So the first thing you have to want to want to be a sensuality consultant is you have to love yourself. And then you have to love humanity. Uh You have to love other people and care enough about them to give them some insights and some direction on what they they can do to improve their personal sex life, okay? And that's really Mm. the qualification. And not everybody can do that. A lot of people are more interested in fast money, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with money. Money is a good thing. But um, if that's your focus, then you are missing the mark. You are not going to really come up with the very best solutions. It really is about humanity, and it's about listening and being able to connect with another person and give them the very best insights and guidance that you possibly can. And uh, mm. you know, especially if you're um, talking to someone who is physically or emotionally wounded because of their sex life, uh, you have to be able to bring them back or kind of remind them that they are worthy of love, that they are worthy of pleasure. You have to remember, mm. before 1960, the woman's orgasm wasn't even a thing. If it wasn't for Masters and Johnson and then Dr. Beverly Whipple, women would still be wondering whether they're supposed to have an orgasm. In fact, you know, vibrators were invented by doctors because it took too long for them to stimulate the clitoris to help her get over what? her uh, hysteria. Oh yeah, it was a. It's actually oh written in books. A disease, a disease called hysteria. Hysteria because every single time she ever had sex with her husband, she never came and he always did. So at one point she was a nervous wreck. Uh, she went to the doctor. Doctor, what do I do? He would put his hand under her skirt. He would vigorously rub her clitoris until she came, and then she would be cured. Well, it was taking up too much what? time. Yes, it was taking up too much valuable doctor's time, so doctor invented the vibrator, which took quick work, made quick work of that having that orgasm. Okay, now of course, wow. you know, 
still in all, still in all, we are so misinformed and we are not encouraged to masturbate. I think everybody should masturbate daily. But you know, I, I don't I think I'm in the minority wow. almost. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm um, sitting I'm sitting over here in a fetal position right now and I'm like, Whoa <laughs> Whoa, this is like now, keep in mind, my my people listening right now, this is all pre-Me Too. You know what I'm saying? This was like a doctor visit. You know what? If this happened right now, someone would have to remain silent at this point in time. But this is amazing information. I had, well, you know, I'm, I was born in 70, so, I mean, that's 10 years before me, but this is amazing information because I never, and I say this, I never thought of why devices were made. Um, I could I couldn't even imagine what women were going through prior to the sixties. We weren't even considered humans for a long, long time. Okay, and then they finally got over that, but still in all, I mean, you can see women have been struggling just to have even footing with men. And when it comes to orgasm, even in the pornography, it's all about his orgasm. It's not about her orgasm. There have been a couple of movies out there, though, by a former porn star herself. Her name was Candida Royale, and she actually made some phenomenal movies back in the day that not only had a decent story, but the sexual technique was on point. And you have to remember something. It's not just about sexual technique. It's about imagination. Because the orgasm starts in our mind. If the mind is excited, there's a good chance the rest of the body is going to follow suit. But if it's, you know, sorry, same big, different day, it's not happening. Wow. It's not happening. So, you know, we have to excite the mind first. And, you know, you, it's, not a, it's not as difficult as it sounds. Um, you have to remember that the relationship that you have with your partner has to be a primary relationship. If it falls right. under housework, you know, that's more important. I like my car more. I like my friends more. I like everything else more except what we're doing here. Then... You know, mm-hmm. you know how, how close can you be to that person? But if the relationship Why? is primary and you care enough about the other person that when you get together to make love with that person, that you are bringing your A game and you are coming to give to them and they should be doing the exact same thing, bringing their A game and coming to give to you. And if both people are there to give to one another, then it's absolutely blissful. But if one person is taking and the other person is constantly giving, that kind of runs dry very, very quickly. Nobody wants to be used and abused for an entire relationship. So that's why it's really important to both be there to give. And and I think vibrators are a, a big help in that because, especially as guys get older and the refractory period between one orgasm and the other uh, gets longer, right? Where when he was 19, he could have an orgasm at 8 o'clock and then he could have another one at 8.30, you know? But today, uh, you know, at, at 40 or 50, 
you know, he has to wait a couple of days sometimes. Maybe he has to even wait a week. So rather than deny his partner, if his partner is female, of course, his right. partner is male, then that's moot. But um, that's, that's a different chap. female, you know, you use, use it or lose it. She needs to mm-hmm. have regular sexual connection to keep her parts working well. But I'm not talking wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm talking sexual, caring, loving, sexual contact. Did you real, do you realize that it takes experienced lover a minimum of 20 minutes to arouse the average woman enough so that her genitals fill with enough blood for her to even be able to have an orgasm? Just a little spit on her vagina is not going to work, okay? It absolutely takes time because, like, men are like fire. The, the fire starts in their groin, and then it burns up real fast. But women are like water. The, the, the uh, arousal starts in their mind, and then it slows down like water to the rest of the body. And another analogy... Wow. Men are more like light bulbs, and women are like iron. It's like an ironing board, iron. So uh-huh. your guy gets hot fast and then cools down fast after his orgasm. Women take a longer time to heat up. But, hey, once they're hot, once, they're, once all that blood is pulsing through those vaginal walls and through the clitoris, et cetera, she can uh-huh. have. Ten orgasms in a row, take a break, and have another ten. Do you understand wow. what I'm saying? Because yes, the yes, blood ma'am. is there. <laughs> the blood is there. Wow. So there's so, nothing, wow, there's nothing okay. defective about the female body. It's just we need the time to get around. And that's uh, something that is, you know, uh, kind of forgotten. <laughs> Because of what pornography would suggest. So, so wow. wait a So that's where that's where the long dinner dates <laughs> take place, and the whole sapiosexual thing kicks in. Repeat what you just said, because I'm not really. Wait. You said that, like you said, it takes 20 minutes, or it takes a long time for arousal, right? So that's where you have to have the long dinner dates, and that's where some women are just like, I'm sapiosexual, like they're turned on by. Stuff that you say and the whole oh, thing. Absolutely. Every woman is turned on by stuff that you say. Absolutely. Okay. Because the orgasm right. starts in the mind. Okay? Right. I mean, it is, it is um, you know, to say the right thing to someone. Um, and, you know, each person is different. So you're, you're talking to someone and you kind of like intuit your way through it. But, um just to say to someone how wonderful they smell, that could mm-hmm. be very arousing just by saying that. And do you know why? Mm-hmm. Because it could very well be the pheromones that you're smelling. Right. <laughs> pheromones right. are the natural, um, they're a natural sexual attractant. And to yeah. tell somebody how, how, how awesome they smell is um, is very inviting and very provocative and definitely mm-hmm. exciting. Just a suggestion. Wow. Just a suggestion. So, so, well, I mean, and that's a, it, well, I don't know if, uh, um, 
I don't know if it's more of a suggestion as it is a life-changing experience. I think, I think for me, for example, um, Ellen, I kind of pay attention to details. There are things that I see in women, whether they have lost weight or whether they have changed their hairstyle or it may be um, a look or an outfit they have on or, or a scent of a woman. Um, that I think that you need to kind of acknowledge. Because um, some of those things are deliberate. Uh, some of those things kind of happen naturally. But I think the more that we as men pay attention to women in the detail, we can we can pick up on those things. And, yes, arouse us. I mean, it, you know, we could be out at the mall. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, we could be at the movie or we could be doing some task in the house. Um, right. Just those things, um, those little things tick up. I mean, these are things that I have learned through my relationship. Um, um, and then some of those things were kind of taught by my mom and my grandmother to, like, pay attention to detail. Pay attention right. to detail. They were always drivers in paying attention to detail. So. Right. That's going to drive me into the next question, though. Um, okay. What would constitute the need for someone to see a sensuality consultant? Um, what would drive me to come and see you, uh, Ms. L? Okay. All right. Well, for, for some people, it's because mm-hmm. they are a little less satisfied than they think they should be. Okay? Okay. They're, they're not um, – most of my clients have been women. Not that I haven't spoken to men, absolutely, um, but women seem to be more willing to to share what's going on um, because they're not worried that anybody is going to judge them as being less than a great lover. Men seem to be very, very right. you know, concerned with people thinking that they're a great lover and so maybe a little less likely to seek counsel on a question. But um, but women seem like they, they are okay with asking questions. And since, um, since 50% of women do not have orgasms regularly, I mean, if, if men had statistics like that, there would be an institute for the sexually dysfunctional in Washington. But it's not... It's not considered a problem if women have that problem. So, um, you know, there is no such institute. But a woman would come to me because maybe she's having a difficult time having an orgasm. Or maybe she needs to hear that, um, you know, what the the prescription is to uh, learn how to masturbate or to learn how to envision or to be more comfortable with her body or to like dancing or to want to do something that is sensual and, and not be judged about it. And so I think sometimes a person is driven to come to a pleasure party because they're going to get all kinds of suggestions and ideas and uh, guidance uh, about what they can do without really putting uh-huh. themselves out there. They don't even have to ask the question. If the presentation is done well enough, 
all kinds of great information is given out, and people can uh-huh. pick and choose, like from a buffet, what works for them and what doesn't work, and then they can just move forward with it that way. I think that wow. a pleasure party is a modern-day sensuality classroom. Back in ancient India, 2,000 years ago, when the Kama Sutra was written by a holy man, by the way, um, women who were the daughters of very wealthy families actually went to school to learn sensual pleasure. They went to school for that. Can you imagine going to school today to learn, number one, how to masturbate, number two, all 13 major erogenous zones. Number three, where the perineum is, where the prostate is, where the G-spot. Can you imagine? No. No, no. In today's society. <laughs> but, but yet, 2,000 years ago, when they understood that we are sexual creatures and we can elevate the basic act into a living art, that's when um, they actually had tools for it. And so... Knowing that, I actually did my very best to bring that class into modern-day America and reach as many people as I possibly could to give them Mm -hmm. encouragement and guidance on what they can do to have a more satisfying sex life. Wow, that would be worth the tuition money. (laughs) That would be definitely worth the tuition money. You wouldn't have to worry about me ditching class at all. I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) I done signed up for this class twice. That's that's what I'm kind of hoping is going to happen with my new radio program that's going to be coming up. Um, Because that's going to be the program where every single week we talk about another aspect of sensuality incorporated into your sexuality to really transform it from a basic act into a living art. Next week, or actually say this Wednesday, we're talking about blended orgasms and how both male and female can have a blended orgasm. And it's going to be... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I cannot wait. When is the show? When is the show? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Latinos are blended. Okay. A, A blended orgasm for the female uh-huh. is, is the clitoris and the G-spot at the same time having their orgasm. That's a blended orgasm. And for mm-hmm. the oh male, it is when the penis and the prostate are both involved in the explosion of the orgasm. So, wow. yeah, that's a blended. I mean, usually it's men, it's just the penis. Women, just the clitoris. Sometimes it's just the G-spot. But um, with, with the right kind of instruction uh, and also an open mind, I got to tell you, a lot of people are very mm-hmm. reticent about their different body parts. And, you know, the body is meant to be enjoyed. It's got erogenous zones from the top of the head to the soles of the feet. You know, I got to tell you, really, one day I, did, I went to this, um, I went to this um, it was a, a lecture for a weekend on how to Mm -hmm. publish the book and all this good stuff. So they wanted everybody Uh to stand up and make a statement about who they were. So I stood up and I introduced myself and I said that if 
um, if God did not want women to masturbate, he would have put her clitoris between her shoulder blades. Thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> wow. Drop the mic. We're just going to drop the mic right there. It's I right said, there. I said it all. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, there. pretty much. Cause anyone who would have come after you, Ellen, after that statement right there, it yeah, changed yeah, my mind. Yeah, changed my mind too. after that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. That's crazy. Um, it's definitely something that's on point. Um, I'm loving the direction we're going in. Um, wow, wow. I'm, just, I'm glad I just got my candles going on right now. I knew it was gonna be one of those shows. Just, um, Ellen. Uh, yes. I don't know. Somehow, I feel like I've known you forever because I feel extremely comfortable. Um, talking with you, chatting with you. Um, I will say that there are there's a good portion. There are a good portion of things that you have said that I have known already, and that is just by you know having conversations, um, you know with with past girlfriends, um, you know just you 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 start off there let's let's start off with a real interesting question as we go through the dating process so that we can better understand one another um okay. which says communication is key not only should Absolutely. i be able to, to tell her i should be able to tell her what i'm thinking and feeling but more importantly i should be able to listen to her directives um I find that the more I was listening and then kind of regurgitating what she was saying, there were things that I could see in her eyes or a smile that I knew that I was locked in on that that, that level of intimacy. Right. So, and, and as, as you said, where where the mind leads, the body will follow. So right. I, I find I find I'm glad that you're saying this because some stuff. I'm just learning from you tonight and other things is confirmation. So um, okay. I just wanted to kind of acknowledge and say um, how thankful I am that you're on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm very, very happy to be here. And I got to tell you, it's been, it's been a long time um, where, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been on a couple of other podcasts and, and I've had my, I've had a few opportunities, uh, but I really feel like, the world needs more people loving themselves. And that is sort of like prime directive. And people are inundated with all kinds of advertisements and medications and everything else that says, you're not enough. You might even be sick. You better go do something else. You're just not enough. Whatever you own is not enough. Whatever you look like is not enough. You're you're too short, you're too tall, your breasts are too big, your butt is too small, whatever, back and forth. And people carry that around with them, and they're constantly yep. feeling insecure. And so this mm-hmm. is, to love yourself sexually is really the first step, the very, very first mm-hmm. step into, into growing in, into your life, into growing into self-acceptance, into growing into being in a good partner. And if you don't love yourself, and I mean physically, mentally, and spiritually, all three of those components are very important. If you do, then you're going to grow. And if you don't, you're going to hold yourself back. 
And I just feel like this program um, is an opportunity to let people know that it's okay to love yourself. It's not uh, hedonistic. It's not narcissistic. It's not uh-huh. sick. It's necessary. It's necessary right. to care about your body, take really good care of it, rest in it. You know, one thing I recommend, and I, I recommended it on my very first program after I recommended they were masturbate. Um, every single morning when we wake up, there's this wonderful light uh, dry rub that a person can give themselves because your skin holds all kinds of hormones and enzymes mm-hmm. and vitamins right. and everything. Right. And when you give yourself a dry rub from top to bottom, you release into your bloodstream anything that your body needs to balance itself out. And it's a really, really good thing to do every single morning. Well, the other thing on top of that is that women in particular should focus on their breasts. And they should say to their breasts while they're rubbing their own breasts, I love you, I appreciate you, thank you so much for being so beautiful and so healthy and so wonderful. Because Instead of them sending that message to their body, they send other messages to their body, especially about their breasts. They say, too small, too big, not firm enough, whatever, wrong size, whatever. And, you know, thoughts are things, and they can influence your body and how it heals or how it becomes (laughs) diseased. And so we need people to love themselves and to send their bodies messages that says, I'm here, I'm taking care of you, I appreciate you every single day. And that's the other reason I recommend men and women do Kegel exercises every single day because what you're doing is you're sending a message to internal muscles, I need you to be strong, I need you to be healthy, I need you to be there for me. And when you mm. do that on a daily basis, it's a very strong message, and things stay healthy. If you ignore wow. that body part, eh, well, problems can happen. So right. Mm. So wow, this this is a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and well, well, okay. Um, you guys go get like even, how to even do it, how to twerk. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> Well, it's an interesting thing because as I'm listening to you, Alan, the the passion in which you are explaining this um, seems like, okay, we already know that this may be an area that has been overlooked for centuries, if not millennia. Um, So then my next question I was thinking, I was like, is this a new segment in the medical field? And if it's not, should it be? Well, should we should we have? You said you weren't a doctor, right? However, I, I'm I'm compelled to say, Doctor Allen, um, because the time and the effort and the energy that you have put into this puts you at PhD level to me, um, and we're just we're just having this conversation for the very first time. 
but there is something there's something very um I can't think of the word right now. It, it escapes me. But yes, I see you as a professor. I see you as a doctor that's giving us knowledge that we should it should already be basic, if that makes any sense. It it should be it, a, I, it a basic instinct. You know, okay. um we are from from the from the very beginning um, we have been told that we are like nothing. We're not important. Our lives are not important, you know. But then um, Einstein came up with E equals MC squared. And if for anybody that understands what that means, it's that we are light energy. <laughs> we are vibration. Mm. Every single one of us is vibration. And um, we, this is the beginning of turning this planet around and making it uh, into the heaven on earth that it could truly be if we are comfortable with ourselves, if we love ourselves, and if we set our priorities to, to taking care of ourselves sexually and otherwise. If we carry around shame around our sexuality, how can we ever, ever hope to be healthy? We cannot. Okay, because we are sexual beings, so we have to let go of any of the negatives uh, that have been shoved down our throats by um, religion in particular, okay, making it seem as if it's wrong to touch yourself. I mean, for the longest time, they said if you, if you masturbated, you'd have hair on your palms or you'd go blind or something, and now slowly but surely they are. They are saying, yeah, uh, yeah, it is healthy, but they're not necessarily recommending it, and I recommend uh-huh. it all the time. I think it's very, very important um, to bring out the benefits of sexuality and sensuality uh-huh. combined with it and um, to understand that when it's done right, when it's done with an open and giving heart, that um, it is one of the most healing Act that we can have on a regular basis in our lives. Okay. And I and not to me, you know, we have a doctor inside of us. Every single one of us has a doctor inside of us, except that we've been taught that we don't, but we do. And if you have um, the right kind of mental attitude about your body, a healthy mental attitude about your body and all of its possibilities for pleasure. And you're not looking at your feet and going, oh, I don't like them, and oh, I don't like this, and that's not pretty enough, and this isn't good enough. You send those kind of messages to your body, and your body will respond with problems. But you send the right Mm. messages to your body, and you can heal yourself from pretty much anything. Anything. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, and sexuality is so, so much of an integral part of our life, just like eating. And if you think about it, all of the same terminology that we use for eating, we use it for sexual too. You know, licking, sucking, nibbling, all of that is words that we use for food. Well, you wouldn't want to eat the same hamburger for the rest of your life, right? No. Maybe one day you change that hamburger, you throw some fried onions on it, or another day some sauteed mushrooms. It's still hamburger, 
but you're changing uh-huh. it a little bit. You're adding a little creativity. Well, it's the same thing right. as our sexual lives. If we don't add creativity and fun to it, and if we don't communicate our needs to each other, then, you know, one of the greatest gifts that we have as human beings will be lost. We'll, we just won't get it. And then at one point, you know, people say, oh, I don't have to do that anymore. And I think to myself, that person who says, I don't have to do that anymore, she never had an orgasm in her life. You know, 10% of women never have an orgasm? 10%. 10%? That's sad. That's sad. That's painful. That's painful. It is. In in a lifetime, Um, can you imagine? In a lifetime, terrible. Wow. So I, I, that's why I'm stepping up and I am going to, to talk to as many people as are willing to listen and give them the tools, the techniques, the understanding of what it takes to really have a very satisfying sex life. And um, sometimes you can have that by yourself because, you know, that's the other thing. A lot of times people think that if they don't have a partner, that, you know, they just have to wait for a partner. And then if, what if you never get a partner, does that mean you never have another orgasm in your life? Or you say wow. to someone who's going to abuse you? No. You take care of your own self so that if and when the time comes that someone deserving comes into your life, someone you resonate with, that you have, you know, the calm and the peace within yourself to be able to see that they are good for you. You're not looking at them through desperate eyes. You're looking at them through loving eyes. Right? Wow. Right. Exactly. And I get right. that. Um, gosh, that makes a whole bunch of sense. So, all right. So, I think some of the you have answered this um, throughout the interview. And I was asking, do you have any statistical data that supports this field of sensuality consultants. Um, I'm thinking that this should be a medical field, one, um, that's covered by insurance, two, so that people can go to a, to someone and receive um, proper counsel in this area. Because I think there's so much to our life that if we were paying attention to it, can be controlled based on our sensual appetite, like road rage. I, can, I, I think if, if, if people's sexual and sensual intimacy parts have been met, could that right. control road rage? Right. I, I totally agree. People do not even realize how much stress and tension they carry around with them. And yes, a lot of it is sexual tension. If your sex life is intermittent or hardly ever or less than satisfying, and when I say less than satisfying, for women sometimes it's not to have an orgasm. For men, it's to have a quickie orgasm. You think quickie orgasms are actually good for you? No. In the long run, those are going to cause prostate problems because the prostate's not getting involved. So people walk around mm. with a lot of sexual tension 
all the time, and it manifests itself in all kinds of inhumanity to each other, from road rage to these senseless killings to, I mean, they're just, they're just, they've been raised with shame, and they don't know what to do with themselves. And so they, it kind of explodes. You can only keep that kind of unhappiness bottled up for just so long, that kind of stress and tension on your body. It's going to blow one way or the other. So better to, to understand it, better to deal with it, better to take care of it and do it mm-hmm. without shame so that um, people can be a little bit more calm and a little bit more happy and make yeah. the world a better place. I think so. You know? Sex wow. is so important. So, so incredibly important. And I, I just agree. hope that, uh, yeah, it really is. And, um, and not just for making babies. I mean, okay, for making babies. But it is yeah, one can... of the most healing. It's such a healing act. It is good for us every single part of the body benefits your brain, your blood, your bones, mm-hmm. your heart, everything benefits when you have an orgasm. And uh, if you are reveling in the fact that you are this light body, this light energy that deserves pleasure, then you can expand on who you mm-hmm. are and you can be a, the best version of yourself. But if there's any kind of shame attached to it, then you're not going to expand. You're not going to be the very best version of yourself, and you might even deny yourself the pleasure. So I'm um, going to change all that. That's huge. Ray, are we getting this? Are you writing these notes down? Uh, Taking yeah. these notes down, Ray? Because this is important. Yeah. We're gonna have to, I'm going to have to go back to your notes, man, be like, yo, what did you say about it's, okay, all right. Um, it's, well, here's the thing: and, it's just like in, if you're if you're in like certain circles of people, because I mean, I mean, like you, like I have a lot of diverse friends. And they talk about being, you know, even in this era of knowledge and intellect, like you're transforming your body into this light body, and yes. you want to be more whole. So this is a part of being whole in all of that. And she's like yes. pretty much confirming a lot of the things that I've talked to with my friends about these things. They're just mentioning them about being in a light body and, you know, you know, just all that. So she's saying yeah. all these things, but the thing is like when she's mentioning certain things about like the physiological aspect about like the blended orgasms or, you know, things of that nature, then that's when things get kind of dicey, not in a bad way, but it's just, I didn't understand them. And now I know because I wasn't aware of that. And so the only thing outside of that is trying to understand, like, how do we as men make sure that our partners are pleased as well as we're pleased at the same time while giving them, you know, the mutual transferring of energy while we're in the act of doing what we're doing. Right. Well, that, that's communication on both your parts, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. And, yeah. and then there's this, there's this wonderful term called erolalia, E-R-O-L-A-L-I-A. It's called the song of lovemaking. So when you're in the middle, in the throes of passion there, 
and you are doing what you feel the person is enjoying, the utterances, noises, groans, squeals, etc., is philolalia. So important that that comes out. So incredibly important because when you stifle your voice, you also stifle your orgasm, and that's a fact. So if you're listening have to the erolalia, if you're listening to the erolalia, spell, then you know, spell that spell for me, you're doing, you know you're doing well. <laughs> spell it again. <laughs> E-R-O-L-A-L-I-A, erolalia. Okay. Yeah, it's the, sounds that, it's the sounds of pleasure when you're in a, a room, you're in an intimate uh, embrace, okay? But, you know, mm-hmm. again, every single one of us is different. One person mm-hmm. might love to have their toes sucked, and another person might say, totally disgusting, absolutely not, okay? So right. everybody is at the end result of their upbringing, of what they've read, of where they've been, of who touched them. All end re- all the end results of our conditioning and our history. So the only way that we will know this about each other is by talking. And remember, mm-hmm. just because the person likes something today that you're doing doesn't mean that in ten years they're going to like the same thing because we're constantly changing. And that's why the communication has to keep up with the changes that are going on inside of our bodies and inside of our imagination. Total key mm. to a growing relationship. Wow. Okay? Wow. <laughs> yeah. The new word. I, I feel like I need a nap right now. I need a nap right now, y'all. Um <laughs> But I, I, I want to keep going because um, um, it, it's really doing something for me. It's really helping me out. Um, I'm good um, really. Um, and in one of the questions I had, I said I could, I could make an educated assumption that seeking counsel from a sensuality consult, consultant could be embarrassing, and I'm and I'm going to change that for men. Because it sounds like um, before most of the most of the clientele that you would come in contact were women who were bold yeah. enough, brave enough, or maybe even desperate enough to come and seek counsel. Right. How do you get? How would you think getting male clients to engage with you, um, uh, or, or have you suggested that the women bring their significant others to these sessions that you may have? Well, I I have done presentations where there were men there, but I had Got to it. really I really had to make sure that the men understood that they had a coveted place to be there. Because when yes, you ma'am. do a pleasure party and there's just women there, they don't feel the women don't feel as if anyone's judging them because Everybody is a woman, and everybody's mm-hmm. looking for the same information, and nobody's saying, well, she must be a great lover if she's a crappy lover. Nobody's, nobody's looking at each other like that, okay? Got but it, okay. You introduce men into a situation, unless they are very open-minded, and I'm not saying that I mm-hmm. don't know open-minded men. There are open-minded men out there. But if right. you introduce information to guys that they don't know, you know how they respond? They cut you off, 
They talk yep. over you. They make it into a big joke. So then you have to, it's like you're, you know, kind of fighting with them. I don't want to fight with them. I want to just give them the information, choose to listen to it, or don't choose to listen to it. But that's, you know, that's what this is. You have a coveted position to be here because, for me, it's I will talk to the women and then you go home and then talk to your partner, okay? Because if I have to talk uh-huh. to your partner and then argue with him, then it's, it's kind of a waste of time. But if you talk right. to him about things that you want to try, hey, you're telling him you want to try different sexual things with him. What kind of a guy says uh-huh. no to that, you know? Most men would be like, okay, let's go now. <laughs> so, right, that part. Yeah. That right. part. So I just, I just think it's um, when I do this radio program on uh, Wednesday night, I have told every single one of the women that has signed on, and there have been men that have also signed on too. I'm so excited about that. That uh-huh. all of this information that I'm going to be giving is for both sexes, and so people can come to this program. They can hear the information. They can learn what they need to learn, and then they can practice, practice, practice until they get it right. Because that's what it takes. It takes practice, you know. Especially um, if he's trying to learn how not to be a premature ejaculator, how to be a better listener. All of that takes time. So, um, I think this is um, extremely um, life-changing, especially for some men. So yes. I want to interject. I want to talk about this Wednesday um, show. Um, what time is the show? California time. It's uh, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, East Got Coast it. time, it's 8 o'clock at night. 8 o'clock. Got yes. it. East Coast. Um, um, let's, um, what is the name of the show? So we can get this on uh, record for our listeners to be able to um, come and check out your show. Your pleasure in daily living. Your pleasure in daily living? Yes. That is awesome. Is this going to be every Wednesday or Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday for as long as there's interest. And I have so many topics. I mean, last week I talked about erogenous zones. This week I'm talking about blended orgasms. But there's going to be conversation about fantasy. There's going to be conversation about technique. There's going to be so many different uh, things about how to help a woman have a G-spot orgasm. How to help a guy have multiple orgasms. Do you realize that men can also have multiple orgasms and they just don't know it? <laughs> they think that it's, yeah. you know, the one is good enough. Well, what if you could have ten in a row? Wouldn't that be nice? Well, there, well, there was this one time in band camp, Ellen. Um, yeah, this one time in band camp. Sorcery. Right, right. Sorcery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I think I got a couple going on. Look, was, man, that was awesome. There's no ejaculate with multiple orgasms for men. What's happening mm. is he's cycling his sexual energy from his his uh, pineal gland down through his prostate and then back up again. And as it circulates from up from top to bottom and goes through that prostate of his, the same intense orgasm that you feel when you ejaculate, but you're not ejaculating. 
because as soon as you ejaculate, you lose the sexual tension and you can't have another orgasm right away. But so many people think that the ejaculate is the orgasm. It's not. It happens a nanosecond after the orgasm. So that's why people think they're one and the same. They're not. And we're going to talk about that uh, on one of my programs. Every week I'm going to bring up something that I just feel like people need to hear this. They need to know this. And if they really, really want to fine-tune their bodies and help themselves just heal themselves and feel good about their sexuality and their, uh, and become an artist in the bedroom and play a body like a concerto, they have to come to the show every Wednesday night and they'll hear all kinds of stuff and it's going to be great. Okay. So um, to all the listeners, all of my friends out there, um, don't call me, don't text me uh, at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time on Wednesday. I'm going to be on the uh, on this show, listening to this show and getting some more information. Um, so don't call me. Don't text me. Don't try and FaceTime me because I'm going to be focused. Uh, um, to the guys, to the, to the guys who are out there who think you know it all when it comes down to sex, um, you don't. Um, and I believe that anyone who is um, breathing right now should be able to take advantage of of this life altering information that Ellen is giving. Um, it's very seldom do we get information in education that changes your life. This is not just information for you to hold. It can change your life. It can change Absolutely. your perspective. It can change your relationships. Um, so I'm, I, I know that women are a little bit more willing to, um, to take on this information, Ellen. This is yeah. a guy reaching out to other guys. In, mm-hmm. in the scriptural thought, mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron. Allow yourself the opportunity to learn something. Right. Just tune into our shows. Tune into our shows. Get the information. Ray and I are, you know, we, we're, we're hosting this show to try and give you the information in a very, um, you know, um, non-formal, informal um, way. You're in, in your household, you're in your cars, you're in your offices right now, and you're getting this indirect. I would say in order to make yourself a better, well-rounded man, take advantage of it. You have nothing Nothing, I, I repeat, nothing to lose. You have right. everything to gain from this information that is being given. Right. And, and um, it's being given freely. It's being given freely. It's not as if someone's twisting my arm, oh, you have to say this. I really want to share my, I have so many years behind me in so many books, so many, so much experience, and um. I really feel like the world needs this. It really needs mm-hmm. to hear about the positive of a good sexual relationship. You know, I agree. One, you know, because it's because if we don't have a good sexual relationship, that's like the foundation for every relationship that gets together. 
So everybody's appetite is different, and we need to respect that. But to have the tools, to have the understanding of what makes us different from each other, male and female, the body parts, what it takes, all that is necessary. And you're not going to learn it in high school, and you're not going to learn it in college. And the only place that people were learning anything about it was at a really good pleasure party. But those have kind of been... uh, ended since the COVID thing, so now we're going to take it online, and anybody, anybody who wants to know and wants to hear, and really when we get deep into these conversations and really pick them apart and so that everybody can understand what we're talking about and how it applies to them, they can benefit, definitely can benefit. So it's with an open heart. An open mind that I come to this, and I, I'm really looking forward to uh, sharing every Wednesday night. Wednesday night. That, Wednesday seven night. o'clock Central Standard Time. No, no, no. Eight o'clock. Well, well, seven. Yeah, okay. No, that, Central yeah. Time. Yeah. Seven. Eight o'clock um, Eastern East. Standard Time, and five o'clock Pacific. Okay. Y'all okay. better check it out. Okay. <laughs> five o'clock Pacific. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm crossing out anything. Don't call me to my listeners, to my friends. I'm serious. Do not call me. Do not text me. I will not respond until after the show is over. Um, I am going to get this education for free 99. I say free That's 99. That's now, um, free 99, y'all. Now, Again, you have the um, the loving sex book, right? Uh, everyone's got the sexual yeah. sexuality. You can find um, that, that at Amazon.com. Um, you should be able to push that into a Google search engine, get it from everywhere. Amazon, if you need uh, Kindle, I bet I'm pretty sure it might be on that. Uh, right. uh, if you need a carrier pigeon, if you're that old school and you need a carrier pigeon, it's going to be a, it's going to be a while before it gets to you. But I'm pretty sure we can, we can tie that on to the leg of the carrier pigeon and get it to y'all, uh, Pony Express, Stagecoach, whatever we need to do to get this information to you guys. Um, right. Definitely. Now, it says every woman's guy. Do you have a book that maybe a guy like me um, would just say, okay, I want to take into my repertoire, or is this just something that maybe I could just be a cheat sheet and take on this book. Okay, so when the book was originally written, it was called uh-huh. uh, Don't Do It in the Dark, An Enlightened Guide to Sensual Sexuality. And when it was uh-huh. written like that, when it was written like that, and that was the title, men read it. Then it was picked up by a publishing company, and they were kind of like on the fence about, you know, oh, we're not really sure because there's a negative in the title. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, so they changed the name to Loving Sex, Every Woman's Guy. Um, Got but it. I, I'm pretty sure it, it's the same book. They just orchestrated right. it a little different. Um, okay. And it's not just Every Woman's Guide. It really isn't. It's, it's for anybody who wants to improve their skills and who wants to okay. add to their understanding. That's really what it's about. Okay. So I'm going to get this book, right. and I'm going to get that, because uh, I just saw this. 
I was looking to make it my order now. I, I don't. When I see stuff like this and hear information like this, I'm not um, the kind of kind of waste time on it. Um, let's see. Oh, there's a Kindle edition. Yes, people. Um, it is on Kindle. If you have a Kindle, um, you can make the purchase and then start your reading tonight. <laughs> tonight. Um, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Just um, there's such such a wealth of information that you've given us um, tonight, Alan. Um, I, I want to be able to reserve all my time to. Um, I hope they have me back. You, you read my mind. You read oh, yeah. my mind. Sure. You know For sure. Man. Okay. Man. Um, I'm going to be checking out your show on Wednesday. Again, it's okay. 5 p.m. Pacific time. Um, it's 7 p.m. here in um, the Central uh, Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want yeah. you guys to treat yourself. I want you to understand this information, it is extremely important. I can't stress and restress this information, you guys. If you want to have a better overall life, understand how your your sensual side is affecting everything. Absolutely. Um, it is a it is a life changer. It is a mood changer. Um, and allow yourself that growth. I mean, especially during this time. So a pandemic time, everything is on edge. Um, for couples who are living together, um, you're having some tense moments. The stress may be um, unemployment. Uh, could be adding stress. Your kids being home can add this stress. And you need something like this. I, it's difficult for me to say about wants and needs. You know, wants are things that we, I want to win the lottery, but I need to have a, a healthy lifestyle. And, I, and I just, I, um, this is not something that just um, patronizes me, Alan. This is just as I've listened to you, your, the, the energy, the effort, the information that you poured into our show is priceless. Um I definitely want um, to be able to go on and support and get education from your show on Wednesday. And, yes, I would love to have you back on. Um, Thank you. Um, it, hey, uh, I want to, before we get ready to, like, cut off, Ellen, I had, like, I think maybe two questions I wanted to ask you. Do you have any recommendations for men and or women that they can use to increase their libido? Mm. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. I'm going to tell you. All right. First, turn off the television. Because if <laughs> oh, you're watching God, television, be... if you're watching television, it's getting you down. And that right. is definitely going to affect your libido right there. The news is ding, all ding, bad ding, news. Ding. That's the first thing. The second okay. thing is to get some stretching in every single day. People walk, they mm. lift weights, all that kind of stuff. You need to do some stretching on a daily basis to keep your body limber. If your body is feeling mm. kind of tough and you're not really taking care of it, then how are how can you possibly expect to be to get excited if you're constantly in a state of tension? Okay, you got to mm. calm yourself down to bring yourself back up. And then I would highly recommend. Maca root. 
M-A-C-A root. It's a powder that comes from Peru. And you put a teaspoon of it in your smoothie in the morning. Tastes really quite good. And it is known to increase your energy and your libido. So those are the three things that I would strongly recommend to help get your libido up. Wow. Okay. Turn off the TV, stretch, and margarita. Oh, my God. So important. Well, the, the stretching is really important because if you've got tension in your body and knots in mm-hmm. your body, how are you going to want to – how are you even thinking? You're not even thinking about wanting to make love. You just want to feel better. So if you take care wow. of yourself in a regular kind of a way where you are feeling good inside your skin, right, uh-huh. then you're going to be uh-huh. much more likely to – want to hug and to be touched and to rub one another and get a massage and give a massage and then let things go, you know, from there, right? Right, right. All right. And that matcha root, I'm telling you, have some matcha Uh root. You'll be like, oh, my God. uh, uh, To my people out there, y'all not understand how she said it, though, right? Did you understand how she said it? Yeah, but hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So the thing is, like, do you think – should people like double check to make sure they don't have an allergic reaction to it? Because it is an herb, but can people have it's, an allergic reaction so to it? Is there an it's alternative? An, okay, so you're you're saying that you think there might be an allergic reaction to maca root? Yes. I don't think there's an allergic reaction to maca root. I mean, it's it's a it's like a it's like potato. You know, it's a root okay. in the ground. It's not an herb. It's not like right. okay, well, flower right. okay. or wow. any of that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if anybody has ever been allergic to maca root, you know, but I, I'm telling you, one uh, teaspoon well, a day in your smoothie. <laughs> okay, game changer what she's saying. You just, I, read, okay. I don't even think you understood how she said it. She said maca root like, oh, Lord, like. I heard it. I heard it in her voice, right? She's like, oh, Lord. Um, this one time in band camp, this guy came up to me, had some mock root, and take man. And, and we were swinging from the trees, and, and yeah, yeah. She, she was serious when she said that. Listeners, y'all heard her. Y'all heard her. Rewind, rewind the show. Mock root. Turn off the TV and stretch. Right. Listen, if if you want to get your libido up there, then you've got to nurture your mind and your body, right? You've got to Uh nurture Uh them. And what Uh you're filling yourself up with is toxicity and things that make you stressed and things that make you unhappy and things that you Mm -hmm. don't do nothing about. How the hell do you think that's going to affect your libido? It's going to squash your libido. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Cut yourself a break. Right? Wow. Man, uh, I, I'm going to be getting your number. Um, Ellen, me and you going to be in constant communication. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, know, I, know, I know love is a hard, a hard word there, but I'm really loving you. I love the uh, information. I love thank her you. energy. Um, right, right. You said you had another question because um, I'm, I'm taking yeah. notes now. What, um, the other thing is, like, I was wondering, do you, have you seen, like, since, you know, 
we've indoctrinated like technology and things like that. Have you seen any new trends for couples in regards to your your work that people are practicing at home or? Well, there seems to be a lot more interest on trust. On what again? Can you repeat that? On tantric sex, okay, but that's okay. a whole okay. that's a whole different aspect. It takes a lot of patience. I don't think it's for the average person, okay. I, you know, um, but there are quite a few toys out there these days that are really bringing couples together in more ways Uh-oh. than one. Oh my lord. And most of them are are, by, are made by We W E Vibe Company, which is an American-based company. I'm so happy to say, made in the USA. And these toys are used. Yeah, baby. What well, a lord. So, see, yeah, see, see. Now, hold on. Wait, wait. You, you hear, hear that, that voice? Y'all hear that voice, y'all? You heard the Ellen <laughs> voice right there. She said, "Oh, baby." Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so so We Vibe makes all kinds of toys that are used by men and women simultaneously. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the simulation is there for both of them. The pressure is off the male to have mm. to perform. You know what I'm saying? It's like wow. both can enjoy what this technology has to offer. And I, you know, I'm just so excited about it because um, all the best materials, no more phthalates, just really good stuff, really good technology out there. So that's, I mean, but as far as, um, like, counseling and all that sort of thing, I don't really think too much has changed. And I think that the most important thing that people have to remember if they want to get closer to their lover is to come there with an attitude of giving. He wow. gives mm, to her, yeah. she gives to him. Because a lot of times people come together with what they're going to get. And that mm-hmm. kind of an attitude um, does not endear anybody to you and does not make anybody want to give to you. You know what I'm saying? So that generosity of heart has to be leading. You have to lead with generosity of heart. And then things will get better, definitely. Wow. That's good. That's good. Well, Man. come okay. to that magical time of our show. Um, wow. Ellen, is there any last words you want to leave with us? And then, Will, you want to follow up with her? Sure. Okay. Well, I, I, just, want to, I just want to thank both of you fellas for giving me an opportunity to, um, to have my voice heard. And oh, yeah. um, I, I have been a, a staunch advocate for pleasure for many, many years. I don't want to date myself, but for many, many years. And I'm a very blessed individual because I learned about pleasure in Europe, not here in the United States. And I thought everybody knew what I learned over there. And then I oh, came no. back here and I found out people did not. No. And I felt like, okay, so now I have to let everybody know. And I went around and I felt like 
Um, the pleasure party was the perfect place for me to do it, to, to talk to people. And so now I'm very grateful that that medium is expanding into the Internet and so that I can reach a whole lot more people. And I want to thank you guys so much for this opportunity. And um, I hope that you and your listening audience will tune in on Wednesday night and just take a little food for thought, let it mull around in your brain, and see if it's going to work for you. So thank you very much for the time. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. And um, we're going to put your show link in our comments for this show, for this episode. And cool. if you want, can you please like give us the name of the show again so that the audience will know? Your, your pleasure in daily living. Okay. Wow. You're, wow. Um, and we have had amazing shows prior to this one. We have had guests who have given us a wealth of information. Um, Dr. Ellen, um, I, I'm, I'm self-proclaiming you as a doctor. Dr. Ellen has <laughs> took us to another level of education. Um, she has given me a, a, a wanting of knowledge of self. Um, she's given me an opportunity to grow, not only on this show, but her, her show coming up on Wednesday and through her literature. Um, I'm ordering me some maca root. And I'm looking at weed pod. Um, so that's a plug, a shameless plug in for Michael Root and, and WeVibe.com. Um, I would love to have you back on the show. Um, know that I'm going to be checking out your show Wednesday. Um, your Pleasure in Daily Living is going yeah. down Wednesday, 5 o'clock Pacific. Uh, 7 o'clock here in um, the Central Standard Time, 8 o'clock Eastern. Yeah. For the guys, I cannot stress this enough. Please treat yourself by tuning into our show. You have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. Everything. Um, continue doing what you do best, Dr. Ellen. I so very appreciate you. I really do love the information and, and your heart and the energy that you get through it. And just thank you. Period. Thank Not just you. for the show, but just for being. Just for thank being you. and telling the story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate wow. it. I really do. Uh, I just want to say, uh, Doc. Uh, I'm going to say, Doctor, too. Um, Doctor yes. uh, Rathbone. Rathbone, I want to thank you for coming on to the show. I really appreciate you. Um, learned a lot tonight, um, and we're looking forward to having you on, and maybe possibly even joining you on like some maybe special show on your time slot. Uh, you know, we'd love to join you, and maybe talk about some things, maybe vibe with you. Uh, Excellent. For the audience, uh, I just want to just remind you, uh, this is fun. The summer's coming up. There's some really great information you can take home with you. But also, don't forget, the package is still out there. So, uh, Man, 
don't cooties don't just be still like out there. Don't be having the philandering peepees and stuff like that. Stick to your friends or whoever you with. And um, yeah, just be safe out there. Mind the guidelines. Wear your mask and you know. But still, take get this information and take it for the summer. You know, especially if you're with a loved one. Or you're with, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, or however you is. I'm not discriminating against any type of your sexual orientation, but this is really great information to take in. Yeah. Get into her show on Wednesday. I believe, like I said, it's it's 5 o'clock, and you guys can correct me, 5 o'clock on Pacific Standard Time. But I think, what time is it again on, on Eastern Standard? Eight. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. And her link is going to be in our comments. And if you have any questions, you can feel free to hit us up on the DMs and or the comments here, and we'll give you those times as well. So, again, thank you all. Thank you, um, Ellen, Dr. Rathbone. Dr. Ellen. Dr. Ellen. Dr. Ellen. And we want to thank, and, and yeah, that's our show. So, until uh, right. next time, and, again, our, schedule, our show has been rescheduled to Monday nights at 8 p.m. So, we're going to be doing that shows from at 8 p.m., our show. And don't forget, her show is going to be on Wednesday. So, again, right. thank you guys, and tune in next time. Yeah, next time. Thank you. All right. Peace. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.